welcome to Cram Bamble, a podcast about nothing in particular. Your name's Kirsten. And your name's Taz. Uh, Jesus, you nearly got me there. <laughs> yeah, I gotcha. Let me preface the following statement slash question with I am not a climate change denier. Okay. You're definitely not. I think if anyone's listened to previous episodes, you nearly went on a huge rant about cutting down trees. So, yes. yes. What if the crazy extreme weathers and natural disasters that we are currently enduring the world over Uh are a result of stupid scientists cutting between the barriers between dimensions and traveling and doing whatever and it's starting to fuck around with the natural order? I'm with you there, but I was thinking more along the lines of I've noticed on Instagram that witchcraft has become really, really popular. Like Like, all your Wiccan? Yeah, yeah. Yep. No, no, not like Wiccan is an actual thing. This is just like, oh my God, I like to sharpen my nails into a point and and paint them black. (laughs) I'm so like a witch. And then, yeah. And then they like, I don't know, get stones and stuff. Oh, the funniest one was um, stones, which you can replenish in a stream and ones which can't. Oh, like the energy, are- you got to put them in the sun or hang them under the moon and recharge them. Yeah, some of, of them can be recharged in a stream, but then they had to do like a retraction and be like, don't wash all your stones in the stream because some of them are like rock salt, so they just dissolve. Like the poor raccoon with the- uh, With the sugar cube. With the sugar cube, the fairy floss. Oh, that's oh. what it was. A thousand disappointed. Oh man, that actually still gets to me. A thousand disappointed goth girls throwing bath bombs in the water, going, "I'm going to recharge this." Oh no, (laughs) recharge my bath. (laughs) I'm going to rich. Well, no, they don't because they don't realize it's a bath bomb essentially. But they're like, "I'm going to recharge my." Amethyst, geode, and goes like, no, straight back onto Amazon Prime. Anyway, I don't want to pay out people who do this. Look, there's all. I respect the whole. Wiccan thing. That's great. I think it's, you know, wonderful to be centered and use the earth. But I just think a lot of people are using it as a marketing ploy. I think a lot of stupid bitches get killed by things out there in the dark because they're playing around with shit they don't understand. Woo! Yeah. I don't like Wiccans. Okay. Anyway. Um, I don't like you. Huh? I don't like you, oh, okay. Wiccans. Well, I mean, I don't understand You're them or know anything problem. about them, so no, I'm I can't joking. have an opinion. I'm messing with you guys. But if you are messing around with dark forces and leather-bound books that smell faintly of human flesh, don't. <laughs> well, Just don't. Yeah. Anyway, but I think to go to your point, I think too many Wiccans are like, let's stand in our circle and worship the moon. And then they're like are summoning some sort of massive phenomenon that they don't even realize you are doing. giving wiccans way too much credit okay <laughs> i think i think it's leftover nazi scientists that have been hired by the american and russian governments who, Ooh, are, now, who, are, now, who are now and people are sitting there going but um taz well my voice is gonna get worse and worse it's basically gonna become britney taz well what taz like at a yes i go oh, like, i hate yeah. it i hate it stop it please stop yeah. that voice but nazi scientists probably have some pretty insane chemicals to keep them alive Anyways, yeah, I think it's it's leftover scientists that are doing that kind of stuff. I did a lot of, you know, and I, I'm so torn because, yeah, their experiments were awful and horrible to the human beings. But what if they found a breakthrough in stuff, you know? They would have, absolutely. And you know, that whole theory of you've got to break some eggs to make an omelette. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. But I think you should always use volunteers. Mm. Not unwilling Jewish children. Yeah. That's that's why- That's (laughs) That's where I draw the line. That's why the the Japanese and Germans made so many very quick advances in those fields because they didn't have the morality getting in the way. Yeah. I mean, 
American, Russian, Chinese scientists, they're all still doing that kind of stuff, but they're either using prisoners or volunteers, and so that pace is greatly reduced, but they're still doing yeah, and, and no, and everyone, don't anyone think that the Americans didn't do it? Oh, no. Oh, man, they the co- stuff we've done to the soldiers, we've? I don't, I'm not even American. <laughs> well, the we, stuff they've done to their soldiers. We were, we were part of the coalition of the willing, so we were dragged into that by our governments. Well, I don't think I ever was. I wasn't even Australian when any sort of wars happened. Yeah. No? The war on terror. Oh, all right. You know they're experimenting on people they captured over there. For sure. Oh, but no, I don't doubt it. Mm. I mean, someone just got in heaps of trouble for waterboarding. If they're doing, like, full-on surgical experiments on them, I Misdirection. think. Misdirection. Oh, you're these, in it. These guys over water- here. These guys waterboarded. Don't mind this thing where we're testing out strains of lycanthropy on humans. Don't worry about that. Um, Them dog soldiers, yeah. Oh, that was meant to be a very good film. I don't think I saw it. Dog Soldiers? Yeah. Horrifying. Really? Dog Soldiers was horrifying. But I actually prefer the short film, I guess it's called. In If you guys haven't seen this on Netflix, Love, Death and Robots, there's the one about the werewolf. The werewolf squad. <gasps> God, that was good. That was awesome. But every single one of that Love, Death and Robots was excellent. That was an amazing collection. I can't wait till season two, which should be dropping soon. My favorite was that symbiotic relationship between that lady and the um, giant fighting beast. Oh, no, that wasn't symbiotic. She was the beast. Yeah. Oh, well done, Taz. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I wasn't I was trying not to ruin it for everybody. Awkward That's the turtle. end. <laughs> oh, no. I'm sorry, everyone. I'm not even, I'm not, look, I said I hate Wiccans. That's not the most controversial thing I've said this episode. I'm no. not even going to edit that out. I know. You just, oh, my God. Spoilers. <laughs> Spoilers alert. I'll have to put a little spoiler alert in the uh It's been out for a year. Anyone who hasn't watched that, it's like five episodes. You did this to yourself, Gary. You should have watched it when it came out. Don't look at me. Get your shit together, man. Come on. Oh, no. Look, I've left things for a few years. And also, we get things way later than America. I mean, we're sitting here talking about uh, the October. Oh, oh, man. I can't even say it. That word is just... Just jumping out of your grasp today. I know. October Faction. October Faction. Yes. Yes. What and it's probably October been faction? out there for months. October Faction. Yeah. Oh, I mean, yeah, it probably has actually. We yeah. do get stuff a little bit delayed, which is kind of frustrating. So, well, no, and they're onto us now. We were using NordVPN to like jump into America, but now they're Oh, they locked, us. they locked that down ages ago. Yeah, what's what I'm saying? So. And then yeah. you still hear that being advertised on other podcasts where they're like, use NordVPN and you can watch things. You're like, no, you can't. Don't lie. No, oh, that's a different conversation for a different podcast that isn't ours. That's a tech, tech okay. conversation. So it's doing the rounds again, at least on my social media. And I say this with a grain of salt because maybe it's just my algorithm and it's already been showing up for people. But the whole Earth is a zoo for alien observers. That's theory. Been- it's doing, yeah, it's doing the rounds again. So it's oh. looped back around. All right. I think because like every three years that's mentioned. I think because another individual has said, oh, this theory. So now they're like, this guy's theory. And then they put it as a caveat. It's not the first time it's been mentioned, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. Which goes back to our episode 12, Alien Observation Station. Go check that out. Lucifer alien was one of those lads. 
He or was. ladies, maybe Lucifer's a woman. We don't know. Maybe it is a genderless grey alien creature. We don't know just yet. Unless Lucifer emails us at crambablepodcast at gmail.com. <laughs> or it gets onto my Instagram, gets which onto is crambablepodcast. Or jumps onto our Twitter, which is just crambable. Two words. That's doing the rounds again. And it always reminds me of the South Park episode. Earth. We just put a whole bunch of different oh, species yeah. on one planet and see no, what happens. You know what's terrible is you mentioned it and I sat here going, why did I find that so entertaining, that whole idea? And it was because of South Park. It's South so Park. true. It is quite good. Yeah, and they got the, the lions versus the gazelle, you know. Yeah, all that kind of stuff. But that's doing the rounds again. And it wasn't so much the... The zoo concept that South Park put forward, and I dare say that's probably from someone else, but more that there is a, we're like a reserve. There's a cordon around our galaxy going, don't go here. Oh, we're like a nature reserve. Yeah, don't go here. And I always like- There's been some previous intergalactic battle and they're like, right guys, they're very much like humans where we went and like destroyed all the stuff in Africa and went, oh no, we really need to conserve. Or even like um, the Amazon, we just go, we've got to conserve this. We've got to stop cutting down the trees. So let's take all these endangered species and stick them on a planet in a solar system. And then, yeah, there's a big cordon around it. Yeah. That's cool. I like it. I like to think of Earth as that- island off the coast of india that has the tribe there where they're like don't go onto this island leave them alone because when they fly drones over they throw spears at it oh yeah 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 yeah. Didn't and they, they shoot kill, arrows and stuff didn't and they kill a missionary yeah because yeah. he went there and he's like just for the word of god so i think we're very much like that they're like these guys have missiles don't go near them they've it, got their own thing going it's on ineffective but compared to us they're primitive mm. they've got their own little society let them either do their thing or we'll wait a couple of thousand years and see if they advance further. Yeah, that makes sense. Which then linked into the one that I quite like is <laughs> aliens are just us. Aliens are just that's us coming it, back. That was exactly what I was thinking. And that's why our technology has accelerated at such an incredibly blinding pace is because it's actually prior knowledge. Like it's part of, you know how... I was reading an article about if a mother is scared by a snake while pregnant with a baby, she can pass that down into her DNA and then yep. the child will be scared of snakes. Yeah. So that's the thing. Like parents can pass down information through their genetics, which yes. is just crazy. Okay. All right. Okay. I think I may have got that wrong, but they can. Yes. Um, that's the thing. You can look it up. So how does that link to Technology is what I was saying. Yeah. Is that if advanced Human beings yes. have, were in this massive space war. Oh, okay. Oh, you got your space war thing. Gotcha. Okay. I'm, yeah. I was like, I'm, this is confusing me. I don't know. If there was a huge space war, um, let's say pff, millions of years ago. Yeah. Because it would have to be for our Earth to be that age. Anyway. Um, and there were always humans and they had this big, and they went, oh, we need to, they're so hybridized with other alien creatures that they found some pure humans and went, well, we're going to be the last of them. Let's go and throw them onto this planet called Earth. Oh. Create that cordon. Throw all the other animals from other planets on there as well. They might be suspicious of the octopus, but we'll just cover that up continuously. Gotcha. No wonder I was That's confused. a joke because Joe Rogan's convinced that. Cephalopods? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. He's convinced. Every scientist that walks through that door, he's like, octopus are aliens. <laughs> it makes total sense. <laughs> it does. But yes, so. 
That was the point I was making there. Okay. Yeah. And oh, the tech knowledge, the reason we've accelerated at such a degree is because we've actually had that as a prior prior knowledge. So you're running backwards instead of forwards in terms of that theory. Gotcha. Yeah. I was confused. I was like, I don't understand how so this we think we're primitive, but we're actually our bodies and minds and DNA and stuff is billions of years old. Okay. Yeah. So which kind of pulls into the ancient humans yes. theory of like wiped out during the, the cataclysmic ice age. And I don't know why, but that gives me a lot more comfort than a freaky weird alien. And I think that might be for like um, super racism. Gotcha. Like, you know, that human thing of the anything alien is foreign. Yep. So the fact that I don't know why, but it's more comforting to think that ancient humans are coming and visiting us than a creepy weird alien with gray skin. Gotcha. Which is so... Wow, I can see why racism's a thing. So I had, and this is probably a theory that many other greater minds have had, and I just haven't read it. The ancient humans with the great temples, monolithic? Are they called monolithic? Geolithic? No. There's a term for like our mega structures that we have, and they can't explain how we built it because they can't find the machines. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That kind of stuff. Talk to my dad. <laughs> yeah, there's a term for it, and I cannot remember the name for it. Okay. Um, I always get cyclopean in my head, but that's different. All right. Uh, Lovecraft uses cyclopean a lot. Yeah. Um, for large structures designed for creatures that are much larger than humans, because the cyclopses in Greek mythology had these huge cities. So cyclopean, he loves that word. Oh, yeah. I might use that now. It's a cool term. To describe what? I think there's one bridge I've seen that would be considered cyclopean. Where's that? The one I drive over every day to go to work. Oh, okay. Okay. I thought it was like a cool old one in Europe somewhere. I'm like, it could be a cyclopean bridge. No, no. no, It's just a giant bridge to accommodate lots of traffic. Yeah, but uh, um, the old ones could probably, you know, walk under it. It's so big. Okay. So. An idea, I don't know, if, don't know if it even counts as a theory, but the concept that I was thinking about is we don't have, we haven't found remains of machines that we use to build a lot of these structures. So they go, oh, they built ramps for the pyramids. They use logs, that kind of stuff. And this kind of pulls into- lever. <laughs> A count or what? I don't know. I just remember a, a Dutch woman on TV was going, they used a counterlever. Oh, a counterlever. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. And that's always stuck with me. <laughs> so, have you read or listened to any of the Lovecraft no. stories? Nope. Nope, nope, nope. Okay. Nope. So, in Mountains of Madness, he briefly references, not briefly, they go about this whole thing about different races that were here before humans. And essentially, they had these things called, oh, why can I remember the name? Shaggoths. Shaggoths? If somebody is listening and they have read lots of Lovecraft and I get that wrong, I apologize. I think Shaggoths essentially were a genetically bred slave species that are like Kraken-esque. Mm-hmm. And they're basically just fleshy, like octopi, basically. Yeah. Octopuses. So, what if in the same vein, humanity today is so regressed because we've lost access to technology after one of the great cataclysms? Mm. But the machines we used were biological. They didn't have bones. So when they die, they rot, they disintegrate. There's no bones to be uh, fossilized. So the machines we were using were giant biological machines that were placed in these structures that we had. Whether it was something that we had uh, domesticated or enslaved or created, 
So our technology that we had was all biological. So we may have had computer systems that were biological. So human brain is and a And if they're like processor. a massive cephalopod, there's no bones either. That's, that's my thing, yeah. yeah. So they would have broken down. They would have degraded. Or we would have eaten them during, you know, we had no food left. So that's why there's no remains of them. We go, how do we build these giants? Like, how do we erect these giant pillars that are 70, 750 tons or whatever it is? Because and Because the on top earth of it. can support really massive animals we know that yep they could have been uh photosynthesizers can i ask you a question and it's cool if you don't know the answer okay i probably don't because i'll i'll show you i'll paint the mental picture of the train i went down okay do dinosaurs have hollow bones they do now because the marrow i'm asking do dinosaurs have hollow bones? Yeah, aren't they descended from? Aren't they like the? Aren't birds descended from them? And did they have hollow bones? Birds are descended from certain species yeah, and yeah, genuses that. of dinosaurs. Yeah, uh, the raptors. Mm. But the other ones, just died like your sauropods, they didn't because they would have had heavier bones. So I dare say, yeah, there's no way they could have supported that weight. Yeah. Anyway, I was just what I was thinking. I was like. Um, only the big stuff, the biggest stuff we've got has bones. Yes. So I'm not sure how a giant floppy cephalopod would get around. Unless it's like a spider, which doesn't have any bones. The chitin, I think, would still exist. No, but there's, uh, spiders don't have chitin. Don't they? Oh, do they? They're an exoskeleton. True. I... The only reason we don't really have that because they break down, but that's because they're less than a millimeter. No, but what I was saying is, you know how we've, I'm sure we've discussed this before, I talk about this all the time, I just think it's amazing, that spiders' legs are used using pump action. So, yeah, they would be They're exoskeletons. So, if we had a spider or a creature like that of the size that would be required to lift those blocks, we would have something left over. Yeah. I'm just trying to think of an animal- that could be mobile without well, any sort of exoskeleton. It doesn't have to be anything like what we've got. No, no, I know. It just died out. I'm just, I, if we have a real life example, we could go, oh, yeah, that, o- that could work. But have you seen an octopus on land? Yeah. They crawl out of their tanks. They look like someone threw up. Yeah. So? I can't see them lifting heavy blocks and. That's because those ones are aquatic. Land octopuses. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. A, a, like a creature that we couldn't think of. <gasps> like a shagger. Helium-based. Maybe. Maybe. You know how they have all our sea animals inflate themselves to be able to rise and fall with the tides? Mm-hmm. Maybe there was like a cephalopod that had could harness helium. It's quite possible. And so that way they were floating in the sky. It would have to be very, very large- and then to uses- still have the muscle mass required to lift those blocks while still being balanced by helium. It should be insanely large. Yeah, that's what's even cooler. Can you imagine? These, Look, like, I'm, I'm huge- not denying the possibility. Like I said, it's something that's probably beyond our imagining because it just doesn't exist anymore. And maybe they don't lift anything. Uh, maybe they're telekinetic. Maybe it's anti-gravity. Maybe they use anti-gravity. Like the, what's it, Element 115? 
that Bob Lazar was talking about when they were studying. Oh yeah, that was nuts. The whole anti gravity. Yeah. Like, now this is this is a technology thing because it's a piece okay. Of- that's also assumed knowledge for any listeners. Is yeah, go and look up Bob Lazar. Yeah, go listen to Joe Rogan's podcast with Bob Lazar because I feel like it's less crazy than the one that's just Jeremy Corbell. Who's, which one's Jeremy Corbell? Jeremy Corbell's the guy that always brings him in and keeps talking about how oh, he's the I one. I hate that guy. I'm the, I'm the guy that made I it happen. I'm the guy. guy that made this interview happen. And you're like, dude, just let the person talk. You brought this person on. Don't talk about how you convinced these people to talk. I'm sorry, Jeremy. You're very cool, but you irritate me. Like your dog. Sabaka, stop. You know what's really funny? Jeremy's at the door. I heard you talking about me. <laughs> Whoa. He's got the technology. Yeah. Um... It's actually really funny. I was listening back to one of our podcasts and we both mentioned our stupid dogs barking, but you must have edited out the sound. So we just sounded insane. We were like, oh, shut up, dog. Audacity, no might, sound Audacity might have cut it out as background yeah, noise. Yeah, Because Audacity is that good. We also mentioned a truck passing and like paused for ages and you can't hear the truck on the well, podcast. That just, that just shows how good Audacity is. I love it. Yep. Same oh, well, they, they, there you go. Thanks, Audacity, for sponsoring us in the future. Yes, Audacity, sponsor us <laughs> in the future. <laughs> you are a great program. We can clearly attest to that. I love it. It's great software for people who don't want to spend hundreds of dollars and don't have the expertise to do so. I'm obsessed now. I'm going to dream about this giant um, sky octopus. I'm telling you. These big, beautiful listen, eyes. Listen to Mountains of Madness. Listen to Mountains of Madness. It's a good one. Like, I've listened to... Is this Lovecraft again? Yeah. I've listened to Call of Cthulhu, and I get it, but I like Mountains of Madness because it gives you this back history of, like, eons ago on Earth, and this weird starfish race that had the Shaggoths as slaves, Mm. and then the Shaggoths started developing intelligence, and they rose up and killed them off. That's weird. And then the oceans rose, and that's why all of their... Civilizations are gone because they're in the deepest, darkest reaches of the ocean. So I can't find their stuff. Oh, except that that means there wasn't very much water on the planet at the time. Who knows? We don't know. Yeah. Mm. All these things change. I'd love to go down there. Well, not me personally. I'd love for someone to go down there with a camera. <laughs> yeah, the pressure. It's the, it's the, it's the pressure that stops it. Mm. But if we had that anti-gravity technology, you could, in theory, create that space around it and the pressure wouldn't be able to push in because it'd be anti-gravity, right? I would... I don't know how... I'm not a physicist. Because the theories behind those anti-gravity machines is because, obviously, time and space are linked. Mm. If you change the way that gravity works, you can change the way that the time around you works as well. And that's why... Have you listened to the thing where they talk... Uh, Fravar's talking about the Tic Tac? Yes. Oh, I can't remember the guy's first name. Mm-hmm. David, Commander David Fravar or something like that. But yeah, his, the, the Tic Tac, where in the space of a second, it traveled like four kilometers. Yeah. And it had that anti-gravity because there was no propulsion system they could see on the infrared. You'd alter that. And that's why they blink and shift because gravity is connected through time and space. So once you change the way that you're affected physically by that, it doesn't take four minutes to move through that space. You just go and shift. Do you think as a human being, like we would not be able to process that mentally? Like let's say we had that technology, like it would be very difficult to interact with the world. It would seem very slow to you. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Our, our three dimensional perception and the, the theorized fourth dimension of time, Mm. that 3.5 perception of the world is a good way that they explained the 
Elder Gods from Lovecraft and all the other authors that have written about that as well. Oh, yeah. Actually, uh, Pratchett mentions that as well He's ta- when he talks about trees in particular, yeah. their perception of time because they are yeah. hundreds of years old. Yeah. They were like, oh, that was a cold winter. And it was like a few seconds for them. Yeah, it yeah. would be. Yeah. But yeah, so I guess any alien species or advanced humans or whatever it is, Maybe it's Wiccans. Maybe Wiccans finally found the connection and they're the ones abducting us because they need more oh, salt. Oh, you now you're giving them some credit. No. In the beginning, you were like, no, nope, nah. they're just washing their stones. <laughs> I'm just imagining. I my, don't know why, but for me, my brain went, went to testicles and my, there's a man there washing his testicles. My, my <laughs> why? Secret, why, my, Kirsten? My secret plan is to upset the Wiccans so much they try to curse me, thus proving the existence of the supernatural world. So then i got a reason to fight them and I don't have to do my job anymore and I can just hunt them down. Nice. Good plan. Oh, now that I've told them they're going to do it. Damn it. Well, that's what I was thinking the other day is I was like, oh, we should buy some of those haunted dolls. That'd be hilarious. We could take photos of it and like Instagram them and stuff. Cause there's not a lot of haunted dolls on Instagram. Actually. Yeah. I've not really. Anyway, the point being. Do you want to do like a, a haunted doll Instagram where it goes and does stuff? <laughs> it goes and like you put it in front of schools and things. Stacy never went to school, and it's just like standing against a, a one of those fences, yeah. and it's like little hand. Stacy never got to finish third grade. Yeah, looking all sad, holding the newspaper of its murder. That got dark. Or it, it's blown up against the the fence that I'm imagining her with her little hand on. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's all like grey and rainy. Anyway, but that was not the point of it. <laughs> the point of it was. So I was like, oh, yeah, we should buy some. That'd be hilarious, and it would, you know, we could get a shelf. And I was like, first of all, I don't want a whole bunch of, even if they weren't haunted dolls in my house, yeah. porcelain dolls, that's so creepy. But even if they were, like, haunted, um, maybe I don't want to mess with that stuff. You probably don't want to put more than one in a space because they'll start working together. Or they'll destroy it. You come in and there's, like, one left on the shelf and all the others are smashed on the floor. There can be only one. <laughs> yeah. And I don't know, I feel like from everything I've read and heard, you have to spend a lot of time with them. They always say, with some time, you'll be able to understand. I don't need another project. Oh, yeah, I've got to get some special automatic writing and I've got to use a spirit board to communicate with it. Uh, Yeah, no thanks. It's like having a um, special needs child. Yeah. No thanks. I think a lot of... In the sense that this is the this is the denier in me, uh, the the haunted dolls you got on eBay and whatnot because they're probably all trash. Nobody in their right mind would sell those things to people that don't understand. It is to develop that sense of psychosis that someone would have obsessing over one object constantly. I've just done a curse. You did a curse. He hit the mic. I hit the mic. The sound thing on the computer. Looks See really what weird, I mean? One. It's really when you want to gesticulate. Okay. It yeah. You get into it. Gesticulation you- aside, mm-hmm. it's to develop that sense of psychosis because someone is obsessing with it and it says that you have to talk to it. It's the same as people who have pets. You talk to your dog or cat often enough, you start having this conversation with them and so you start believing that they, they actually get- understand what you're saying. Yep, yep. They're doing things based on what you like. You convince yourself. Mm. I mean, I can tell my dog to go outside and I'll give him a reason why. And he goes outside and goes, see, he understands. It's just because he knows the word outside of me pointing. 
So if you start talking to this doll and treating it like a member of confirmation bias, confirmation bias, you and it, it is a level of psychosis. Like mm. every human has the capability to to train their own brain in that belief. Yeah. So someone who a buys a haunted doll, quote unquote haunted doll, because they want that. They've already got this level of, I want to do this. And yeah, so they yeah. Start I want to invest themselves. this time in And so, it. yeah, they start believing they get that emotion back because they want it so badly. And so, those things. So, I, I dislike that. So, my, like, if I bought it, I'd be like, well, this, that was a waste of money. There's nothing in this. Yeah. Because I wouldn't be open to it at all. Your brain would go, this is dumb. Yeah. Yeah. You could go buy. Although, I am also very, very superstitious. And if, I don't know, if they had really glassy eyes, I'd, they would creep me out. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. So I might have a bit of something like I wouldn't want to keep them in the house. I'd keep them in a shed or, just because yeah. I'd feel like they were creepy. I just find dolls in general creepy. You have to bind the hell out of it. Like you would need so many iron little bindings. You'd need, I'd need to go buy the Book of That's Solomon again. Crazy I'd, I'd is that they keep them in a glass case. I was watching... I think there was a YouTube video of um, it was a really creepy puppet yep. and it was just the head. So they found this like re- one of the first ever ventriloquist dolls mm. <clears throat> and it was just his wooden head. And they've got video footage of the eyes and mouth moving and Ooh. the glass case to his cabinet opening. Oh, And it is freaking creepy. Go look it up. It is so mm. creepy. But, I mean, it could, all, it could all be done with strings and stuff. Who cares? Yep. You know, yes, it could easily be faked. But it was hella creepy. And if it wasn't faked, you keep it in a glass case? Yeah. Why are you get ca- Like, you need to, like you say, bind that properly. Yeah. Well, I mean, maybe the base of the case has some proper bindings underneath etched into the wood. And it's sort of a really cool way to bind a male- malevolent, 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 there we go, malevolent spirit. I always found that difficult. The same with Maleficent from yes, that's a good Sleeping movie. Beauty. Maleficent, Maleficent, I think is the one I used to always say. Yes. <laughs> so, haunted doll. Mm. Bind it in a box that has mirrors facing inwards, but they need to be actual silver nitrate mirrors. So it's actually levels of silver in uh-huh. the sides. Uh-huh. So bind that in. You've got your key of Solomon binding as well and proper salted iron chains wrapped around it. So this- Salted iron? Yeah. That's hilarious. Do you impregnate the iron with salt or do you just sprinkle salt on the iron or- Uh, You put salt into the iron when you're- um, Smelting it. Smelting it. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. So this haunted doll is in a silver nitrate mirrors facing in box bound in iron- with keys of Solomon around it, so it spends however many years trapped in this box with its own reflection. <laughs> That's a nuke when you open it. You take it to someone's house and you open it. Oh, because it's reflecting, that reflecting, shit is reflecting, jacked reflecting, up. reflecting. It is reflecting. jacked up and angry. Whoa. Not only is it a bound spirit in a box. Maybe that's what they But uh, it's got it's got schizophrenia. Yeah. It's insane now. It's it's seventeen ghost personalities in a box. That's a movie. Or a really cool Valentine's Day gift. This has been Cram Bamble. My name's Taz. Oh, we're wrapping up already. It's 31 minutes. Okay, just quickly, I wanted to say, because you were talking about impregnating metal, and you know how in the movies they always make a salt ring and then they always kick it for some reason and then the beast that they've tried to imprison gets out? Yeah, clag glue. No, 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 no. Hula hoop. 
fill a hula hoop with salt. You can never kick that. Oh. I'd have a piping bag. Full well, of, for like a cake. Full of wood glue and salt. Oh, yeah, and then it's <laughs> stuck there, yeah. Yep. Or just double-sided tape. Or one of those big cork guns. Yes. There you go. There you go, Sellies. There's your new product. <laughs> Ghost Barrier Sellies. <laughs> Waterproof and moldable. I thought it was Sealies. As in, they make a seal. Sealies. Sellies. S-E-L-L-E-Y-S. Sellies. Oh. I don't know why in my brain it was there's an A in it. Okay. Mm. Thanks for listening to us, guys. Bye. Bye.